Hey guys, welcome in to the Outspoken Sportscast here. It's your host, Brian and Craig. Craig, how's it going, brother? Good evening. How you doing, brother? I'm I'm surviving. This has been survival yeah. mode in the last yes, couple sir. of days. Um, but doing pretty good here. We got episode 148, Talks on Tuesday, Top 100 edition. And this, uh, this main segment, we're going to go over the top 15 and the 100... Uh, list that just came out from the NFL um, done by the players. The players voted on these. And then we got the headlines. We've got Jimmy G staying put. We have the Buffalo Bills parting ways with a kicker. We've got a rookie running back who's been shot um, and much, much more right after this, guys. Right, guys, um, every year the NFL players vote on the top 100 players, and they get their they get their input. And this list comes out every year, right before the football season starts. And it's always interesting to see where the players have voted other players to be because they play against them. Um, do you, do you enjoy this list, Craig? Do you enjoy looking at it a little bit, see kind of who the players themselves? have your mic is muted i believe your your uh, yes and no it seems awful one-sided at times um there's some guys on here you're like what no that's <laughs> not where that guy belongs um and then there's some guys that are that are where they belong so um i mean i don't know it's it's seems like favoritism sometimes it seems like there's some some we're not looking – it's more like a popularity contest and not what they actually did on the field. So Right. I'm not taking this list and going, look, look here. The player said this is the number one dude. This is, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of fun to see uh, who they have out there. But um, 
We'll start at number 15 and work our way down number one. Number 15, we have the Tyreek Hill wide receiver from Miami. Um Okay, he's not the he's not the highest wide receiver on the list. We got two other wide receivers higher than him. Um, so but Tyreek Hill there at fifteen for Miami. And did you see that play? <laughs> they they had a fifty one yard bomb between Tua and Tyreek Hill. The, the the third preseason game, the first snap of the game is uh, play action fake. Tua goes back and throws the bomb, and they're all like, "Oh, this connection is going to be awesome." Well, if you notice, Tyreek Hill had to stop and slow down and move a lot to his yeah. left to catch this best. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a perfectly thrown football. And, and he's the most <laughs> accurate quarterback in the NFL, according to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, way more and, way better. Way better than Pat Mahomes. Way uh, better. And, and their coach. Did you hear what their their coach came out and said he's got the most accurate catchable ball that he's ever seen? I'm like, oh my gosh. Can we stop as kissing they, his as ass? They like, let catch it because he's got a crow hop and bring rain. It was hilarious. I was like, that was not a good. If he if he throws a good pass, that's a touchdown. But no, nope, he had to slow down, stop, <laughs> come back to the ball, throw the defensive back on the ground, <laughs> wait for it. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. But uh, number fourteen, we got Trent Williams, offensive tackle for the Niners, and he's always on this list in the top. He's uh, yeah, one of the he's best, one of the best in the game tackles in the league doesn't get any you know much better than that then you got josh uh trent williams not my well, already said trent williams my bad josh allen and number 13 which i'm like this is too low in my opinion seeing that to me that's Ooh. like that to me is is there's Blast not 12 me. people there's not 12 people better than josh allen in the league right now right and i, I like that on this list, did this not just because you could pit thirty-two quarterbacks and then go from there? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, quarterbacks 100%. the most valuable. So I like that they do it differently like that. But Josh Allen to me has got to be higher on that list. Yeah. Uh, the, the number twelve, you got Derrick Henry from the Tennessee Titans. Um, Which I mean, if you look at that, he was injured all of last year. So how yeah. is he twelve when he didn't play? But but. Because like, uh, that's what they're supposed to go off of is last year and going into right. this year. So, you know. Like, uh, it's like the baseball all-star voting. Some guy hadn't played yeah. half oh, the yeah. first half, and they're like, yeah, he's going to the all-star game. Like, for what? Mr. Mr. Steroids himself was voted <laughs> into the all-star game and never even played a game the first half. Uh, we got Miles Garrett at number 11. Yeah, um, I think it's, that's a fair pick. It's He's a stud there for the Browns. Um. Travis Kelsey at 10, great. I think that's perfect for him. You got Jalen Ramsey, the highest cornerback on the list, which, uh, you know, you can agree with. Pretty locked down, pretty pretty solid. You got Patrick Mahomes at number eight. Um, Devontae Adams at number seven. And he's he's come a long way. He he. Yeah, he, he I, I don't. He really... I don't have any argument with that because I think he's going to have a breakout season in in L.A. He just. I mean, he makes he made Jalen Ramsey look foolish last year. In the you know, um, yeah. he, he's unguardable just about. But you got T.J. Watt at number six, um, beast of a pass rusher. Yeah, he he almost broke the single season sack record last year. Um, probably should have. Um, you know, if he stays healthy, he's going to be an absolute animal. We'll talk about his health in a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Jonathan Taylor at number five. He's the highest running back on the on this list. 
Um, Which I think no. that needs to just be like a little longer. Like he had one good season. Like, well, okay, well. Let, let's let's let him do that a little yeah. longer before be we. More consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he I came you. out of nowhere last year. So, I, I mean, you. yeah, it was a great season. He was the leading rusher, but I would like to see, before we throw him into the top five of all players, I'd like to see him do it back-to-back years. Yeah, and he's got he's got a good, you know, offensive line. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't see why he wouldn't, but I would like to right. see the, the consecutive before we throw him in the top five. Number four, we got Cooper Cup, who is the best wide receiver on this list. At number four from the Rams so far, that's again. What, that's, again, here's a guy who's been okay, but he what, gets with Stafford and has one great season, and now all of a sudden he's and he was healthy. I mean, he missed a and lot. That's, yeah, maybe yeah. he that maybe that's what he's capable of all the time. But to me, he he didn't do that with golf. He never had a season like that with golf, um, and and so he has a season, one season with. With Stafford, needs the greatest thing in the world. So I, I mean, don't know. We'll see if they're going off of last year. I, I mean, well, I guess yeah. He was to me last to me. So it's kind of interesting with that position, the, the the wide receiver position. Usually, you have a top cornerback, Jalen Ramsey, for a couple of years. Usually, you'll have a top quarterback. You know, the wide receiver every year seems to change. You had Devontae Adams was the year before. To me, was oh, undoubtedly yeah. the best. Cooper Cup last year. The year before that, the year before Devonte was um, DeAndre Hopkins when he, you know, so yeah. that 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 position seems like some guy just takes off that year. We'll see who it is this year. It could be Cup again. It could be Devonte again. But um, that one usually changes it up. Uh, you got Aaron Rodgers at number three, top three player in my book. Aaron Donald at number two, and then you got yeah. good old Tom Brady at number one. Which see, that that's to too high. That's way just, too high. That's way out of respect. That's just about yeah. it. I that's, mean, that's over a career, not over last year. I mean, although he did throw fifty touchdowns last year, and and so I mean, you can't really argue with what with what he did. Oh, yeah, there's. I mean, there's no argument there. I, I just don't think. You know, you're not starting your franchise with him this year. You know what I'm saying? If no, if you're no, going no. and. It's just a respect thing. That's all that is. And he's still he. I mean, he's still playing at a high level. So we'll see this year without without his offensive line. We'll we'll see <laughs> September 11th. The first game. Yeah, is that the is that his uh, the Cowboys? Is that the first game for them? Yeah. All right. Well, I knew this this uh, spotlight or question of the week, whatever we want to call it here, it was going to go by quick. But let's head over to headlines. Well, in the headlines, I made my list and I was all good to go. And this breaking news hit last night. Um, the 49ers and quarterback uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy G there, agree on a contract restructure. His deal making him the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL. This is um, This is not good, in my opinion. Um, this is terrible. 
Because one, first of all, first of all, there's two. There's two things why why they kept Jimmy G. Or, or it looks like one, no one wanted him. They couldn't give him away, which I don't believe that one bit. Two, which I I, I highly think it is, they don't trust Trey Lance all one hundred percent. They don't trust him. What kind of message are they sending to Trey Lance? You're sending a message of. Hey, we we're not one hundred percent with you. Um, we're gonna keep the guy that was running the ship last year. Um, he's gonna be your backup. And Trey Lance has got to be thinking one missed pass, one mess up, one bad game, and when are they calling the, the the Jimmy G train? When are they gonna bring him in? That this is just bad. When you when you when you draft a quarterback and you say, all right, we're handing the ball over to Trey Lance, that needs to be one hundred percent. On there is no you cannot change your mind you can't doubt it you've got to make that decision and you got to move on they should have traded to Jimmy G um, that's that would be like if Green Bay said yeah we're moving on to Aaron Rodgers and then Brett Favre comes back and they're like oh we're gonna keep him as your backup that would make no sense you've got to move on from Jimmy G I get you know I get Craig that if if Trey Lance goes down. They have a very the best backup quarterback in the NFL, and he could continue continue to, you know, go on like probably better than they were with Trey Lance. But I don't like this from the optics look, from perception. I don't like it for Trey Lance. I, I, it's just a bad look for me. It's just a bad, terrible look, in my opinion, on what that says about where they are with Trey Lance. Um, yeah, I mean, it does put pressure on Lance, and it is for two different reasons. I believe it's not that they didn't want to trade him. I think they couldn't get what they wanted to yeah. ask for him, and high. I think they weren't going to release him because guess who needs a quarterback? The Seattle Seahawks in your own division, and you're going to have to face Jimmy twice. So they weren't going to cut him and allow that to happen. Um, so they went to Jimmy and just said, listen, we're going to money whip you. You're going to stay here, and then after this year, we'll deal. And then we know for sure what we have in Trey Lance. I, I mean, it is the biggest the biggest safety net that, I mean, like we said before, oh. whoever made the decision to go with Lance, their job's on the line. Well, oh, yeah. I think that I think that they just protected their job by keeping Jimmy G as a as a safety net. Uh, if we if we start out two and four. Uh, watch out for the Jimmy G train. And, and you know, I don't – I mean, and if you keep him, do you restructure him again and give him his money back and cut Trey Lance? Or... Trey Lance turns into Jordan Love after that point. To me, you can't put Jimmy G in and then trade him and away and bring Trey – no, once you leave and go back, once you, you go have back to trade to the him. Jimmy G train, you yep. have to stay with Jimmy G or you have to just live with Lance. And the only reason that you replace him is an injury. And then when he comes back from the injury, no matter how what Garoppolo's doing, you got to put Lance back in. You got that's to the, if that's the only way it works. If it if if you if you bench Lance for bad play, then you can never go back to him, and and his career in San Francisco just never existed. And I I don't get people people say Seattle needs a quarterback, which I I get that obviously that's just that's that's easy to see. But if the 49ers don't want to keep Jimmy G and they don't think he's good enough to be their starting quarterback, then why do they give a crap if he goes to Seattle? 
He's not going to to beat you. That t- Seattle's garbage. Straight up, guard one of the worst teams in the NFL. Sorry, Seattle fans. Hopefully, none of you take that too harshly. But they're not good. You well, trade them, rebuild. You you trade them. You trade them away to anybody that's going to give you the highest bid. Um, and maybe even Seattle didn't give the right the right trade compensation. They just didn't want to lose him to for no compensation. Well, they figured everyone in the NFL figured, hey, you're going to cut the guy, so why would I trade you a bunch of stuff for him? I um, agree. So you know, and I, I get I get the side of well, yes, if if Trey Lance gets hurt. We can continue with our season. We're, we'll probably be better with Jimmy Garoppolo than Trey Lance. Um, but you're not going to be worse. You're not going to. You made worse. the NF. You made the NFC Championship last year. So this is this is this is whoever they are hedging their bet. Hedging. Okay, well, we're going to keep Jimmy G in case. And um, it's just it to me. It's this bad. This is offense. Shanahan going to the owner, going, "Hey, man, give me a backup plan. Yeah, I need a it, backup plan." It's almost as bad as the Jets. You, you 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 draft your future quarterback. You you bring in Joe Flacco as a veteran quarter, quarterback. You pull out your you know rookie quarterback last year. You don't know if he's ready. You're you, you keep doing that. You're going to ruin his confidence. You're going to ruin the guy. Um and and there's already you know there we've been there's been talks about he ain't got he's got a short leash. Well, you got to give the guy. You got to give the guy some time. It takes usually when you draft a rookie quarterback by by year three we kind of can see what they're going to be. But you haven't even given him that. And they've got to give Trey Lance some time. You drafted him, put some faith in him, and I think whoever drafted him is having some buyer's remorse right now. And they're like, "We got to hold on to Jimmy. We can't." Well, let him. I don't. I don't think Shanahan ever wanted him. I think that was a um, John Lynch pick. I think Lynch forced him down his throat. I think he wanted somebody different. And, well, and what's interesting with that? You say that, and I. But Shanahan really wanted Mac Jones. They said Shanahan. That's what I'm saying. Went, That's what I'm saying. I think I think Shanahan wanted Mac all along, and then okay. Lynch trumped him and and took took Lance. Not and now sorry, Shanahan's not like, Shanahan. I want my, my guy. I meant I meant I I thought Lynch want the rumors were that Lynch wanted Mac Jones and almost walked out when they didn't pick him when they didn't oh, get him. Oh, okay. Well, That's I knew there I was a, I knew there was a battle. Between those two guys, the the Lynch yeah. wanted one guy and Shanahan wanted the other, and this makes sense as this to that Lynch. this to me. I think Shanahan wants to go with Trey Lance because I think that's his guy, and I think Lynch had said we well, can't let go of Jimmy G because I don't believe in Trey Lance. And, I'm and not sure. Possible. It and could be possible. the other way around. One hundred five three. The fans said that uh, yesterday about, about that, uh, or actually today about. Uh, behind, rumor is that Lynch wanted Mac Jones and almost walked out when he didn't get him. So and I don't know. It makes sense. And eventually there'll be a book on it. There eventually we will know. Yeah, we'll know that somebody's going to quit out. or lose their job over this. We already had called that. Mm-hmm. But this is bad optics. This is bad for Trey yeah. Lance, and it depends all the and pressure. And it's no on good him. for it's no good for Jimmy either to sit there and lose a year of your career. He's yeah. already had to sit in New England and 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 waste so many years of his career behind Brady, mm-hmm. uh, and then he gets this opportunity and thinks he's the guy. And he had some injuries when he first got to San Francisco, but he played well when when he was when he was healthy. He played well in one games, and they still go out and draft another quarterback after giving him all the money. It made no sense from. 
why they drafted a quarterback anyway. They had just given Garoppolo the big contract, and you go out and draft another quarterback. I mean, it's almost like with you just gave Rodgers the extension and you go draft Jordan Love in the first round. You're like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Did you hear so, what? I, I don't mean – did you Jordan hear what? Love will never see the light of day. Oh no, and we might as well trade him now. He will never be a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. No, um, because we've wasted his, because his fifth year option is already almost up, and he hasn't had enough to even judge on whether to to pick his option mm-hmm. up. And we're gonna have to either just pay him blindly or just yeah, or, let him go. or just let him go. Mm-hmm. Oh, trust me that that's. Been Brian. That's been that's been our GM's biggest debacle is the Jordan Love yeah. pick. Other other than that, I like all other picks he's made, but that pick, I was like, oh. Especially when you needed needed some weapons for Rodgers to to have. Yeah. Um. I was going somewhere with it, but I forgot where I was going. It, they, they they've got to trust in Trey Lance. They've already made that move. They cannot go back. It's just not going to work out. And what do they say in the NFL? When you have two starting starting quarterbacks on your roster, you have zero starting quarterbacks on your roster. But um, all right. Well, the next one. Well, we this is a story I kind of went hand bananas on Friday. The Buffalo Bills kicker Matt Ariza and his whole rape investigation and. The Buffalo Bills. I called them out. I said, "Why? Why? What's going on? Why have you not let go of this guy?" Well, Craig, Buffalo Bills parted ways with their kicker um, after the rapey accusations. Now, there's rumors. There's rumors um, that they didn't know. They say, "Well, there's not rumors." They said they didn't know when they drafted him about the sexual. Um, uh, rape investigation going on against him and they found out later and they still held on to him for a little while i think they held on to him until they saw the pr hit until it finally hit the shit hit the fan uh and they've kind of like all right we're, we're gonna move on and i've gave the bills a little too much credit i think but i their owners came out and said our culture is more important than winning football games and that's fantastic mentality now would this would they have done it if it was a starting quarterback i'm not sure um but they they moved on from the kicker and they they said that uh, you know they didn't you know he said that we aren't saying he's guilty but at this time it's better if we part ways and you know for people out there I want to clear something up real quick because a lot of people out there are quick to dismiss these things oh well the woman just now the woman just accusing him now because he's famous or he's gonna be famous kicker whatever. Now go go read the reports. Go look up the story. Um, the, the 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 girl went to the police the day after she got raped or uh, supposedly raped, and the police is the one we need to look at here for taking their time. They took their time. The school came out today, actually. Yeah, yeah, because the, the school drugged their feet. The, well, what I read today, the school, the, the police came to him and the school was like, oh, and kind of drugged their feet on on getting the information to the police that they needed. Well, and, the, here's what I, the school came, the school actually came out and talked about this. And they did an interview and they said that the police told them to not investigate until they can finish their investigation. Well, and that's how it should be anyway. 
Um, the, the school investigation has nothing to do with legally. The school can do nothing legally. The police are the ones that do it legally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the they, to, they can that's kick the, the correct way to do it. No, I know. I get it. But they're saying we couldn't investigate it and talk about it or bring it up because the police the police said, hey, let us investigate. But they, they took so long to investigate. That's what I'm saying is the police took so long to investigate it. It's just now coming out. Um, it's not like, the you know, I, I don't want people to think because a lot of people go just, oh, well, you know. The, the woman should have gone there earlier. The woman, why is it just now coming out? Well, that's because the police department drugged their foot on doing an investigation and um, nothing came out from the school because they couldn't talk about it. Yeah. So Buffalo didn't know when they drafted him. They found out in January or no. Well, they, they say. Out- now they say they didn't know, but there's been rumors some other teams knew, and that's why they drafted because two other kickers were taken before him. That yeah. why they stayed away. So I don't know. I that's the that's I mean, the gray and, area, and it right? could be it could be Buffalo just didn't do their homework. Yeah, that um, could be it. But but anyway, they they held on to him because he claims he's hundred percent innocent. He claims there's there's no truth to this. It's a it's a money grab, but. The attorney came back and said, well, if he's innocent, why did he try to give us a settlement three months ago that we completely denied because it's not about money? My problem with this is, is even through the police investigation, this is not a criminal lawsuit. This is a civil lawsuit that was filed. So they say they don't want the settlement, but they're filing a civil lawsuit in in that's all you're going to get in a civil lawsuit is money. Right. And so it, how, how has there still been no criminal charges in any of this? That's my problem here is the, that means the district attorney does not have enough information to, to get something to stick in the court of law. It's much easier to prove civilly to win your civil case than it is to prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt for the criminal side. That's right. why none of the Deshaun cases went to the legal side because they didn't. The D, the district attorney goes, kinda, yeah. but I can't. I can't guarantee it'll stick. I can guarantee it'll stick civilly, so that's what we're doing. But. This kid claims, hey, man, I, I didn't have anything to do with this. This wasn't me. This wasn't deal. So I don't know if you see somebody down the road take another flyer on this kid and, and give him another chance or if his career is over before it ever started. Yeah. Um, but but my problem is, is, is she did go to them. They did their investigation, and here it is a year later, and we still don't have enough to to there's no dna there's no fingerprints there's no other witnesses there's no alcohol or whatever she had because she claims that there was more in the drink than just alcohol um that that test should be back that that all oh, that yeah should be well, back by now and that's what but I'm if you don't have about. any of that and you just civilly want to file a lawsuit that to me is uh, unfortunately is suspicious 
if you went the next day, there should be some kind of physical evidence enough to be able to to have charges. And and with that not happening and just being civil, to me, you're gonna be you're gonna be pointed. It's it's unfortunate that that it's going to turn into he he says no, he you said, said yes. Mm-hmm. And and it's going to be a Deshaun Watson thing. It's going to be you're going to get some money out of the deal, and you're going to go away, and you're going to get a thing that says you can't write a book about it. You're you're going to get a part of the part of your civil settlement is going to be you can't tell nobody what you what your side of the story is, and it's just going to go away. And Matt Ariza will probably be back in the NFL in a year or so. Yeah, someone will take him. He punts the ball eighty something yards. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, so but, so this is unfortunate for everybody. It's very unfortunate for the girl that had this happen to her because obviously something happened that night. Whether it was Ariza, whether it was his friends, whether it was yeah, because there's whatever. three people on this. There's three yeah. People on this. Whether Ariza was part of it, whether whether Ariza walked her into the room thinking that he was just going to have a night with her and then those guys were there and things got out of hand and he went, no, no, no guys don't, you know, whatever happened, nobody <laughs> yeah. will know. Yeah. Nobody it's will ever know other than the four people that are in that room. But so, here's my thing but, too. But the way that the, the legal system dropped the ball in this is, is, it's just mind blowing. Well, that's the thing too. Okay. Cause a lot of, a lot of, a lot of women that go through these horrible tragedies, tragic events in their life, they go, they end up coming out later in life because they're ashamed. They, you know, I, I, like I said, I've never been there. Won't ever be there. I don't know what goes through their mind when this happens to them. Okay. But, you know, cause when, when you wait so long, right. A lot of the cases they wait so long and then they come out with accusations it's he said, she said, and there's nothing you can really because prove. they no evidence. But when you go the next day, but for for that's what I'm saying for a girl, and it just doesn't matter whether it's a famous person and a non-famous person, or well, it's just any any. I'm talking about in general in life. When a girl goes and gets the, what what's supposed to be done, a rape kit, and do all that stuff, and still gets no answers, what what the hell are we doing? Yeah, no, there's what no excuse. What's going on? I mean, to me, to me, they either have the worst law enforcement detectives around or what she says happened didn't really happen. That's what there's no in between. There's no gray area. When you go the next day, you have the kit done. You have the evidence. You have this. You should have you should have have physical evidence. You should have um, fluids. You should have all that. She it said they pulled. Very easy to prove. She said, she said she pulled. They pulled out her piercings in her face. That's what I'm saying. You should it easily should be, be able very, to look. Look at my nose ring. It's ripped out of my face. Like there should be. There should be some kind of of tissue from skin cells from her to them to hair follicles. There should be something. Her hair follicles should be in the room that that they were in. The room should have been a crime scene. She should have been the crime scene. Yeah. Like all this should have been done, and and you can't tell me you just didn't find nothing, nothing. And, and that's this what that's what brings all the red flags, and that's what brings yeah. people splitting the sides. But I give kudos to the Bills for okay, this is not good. 
Maybe they yes did. Yes no, little, maybe, because you cut maybe, your other punter, so now what are you going to do? Maybe they did it a little bit later than people would have wanted. But kudos for them for saying, hey, we're not going to have this in our locker room. We're not going to have this distraction. Let's go ahead and move on. We can find another punter. Um, like I said, I don't know if they did it if it was a star quarterback, but um, they did it with a punter, and that's, you know, a lot of teams don't. No offense to Craig, but you got a, you got a player on your team right now who was involved in a murder. Uh, he, he was in a car when his buddy shot somebody and killed him, and that and was it Joseph? Is it, is it Joseph yeah. the guy? Joseph yeah, saw it, business. didn't say anything, and yeah. um, I'm like, all right, well that should he should be fired for that. What are we doing? But he still wears that star on himself. So there's a he's lot on, of things like that that happen in the NFL. So, but anyways, um. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. It, 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 this this whole thing I've been reading it, it makes no sense to me. It's insane. Well, speaking of another insane story, rookie running back Brian Robinson from the Commanders was shot multiple times while someone was trying to jack his car during uh, on Monday night. There was non-life-threatening injuries, thank God um, for that. Um, they say he could be back by the end of this year. He they he got shot in the, in in his lower half. Um, no serious damage, no long term effects. They said he's they been shot. out of he he's been out of the hospital. He he came out of the hospital today. Was back at the facility. Yeah, he he got shot right through the knee, but it missed it missed everything. No ligaments, no nothing. Insane. So, um, I hope he's back and healthy and ready to go. Just a sucky situation. Um, you know. See someone with a nice ride, and then they want that ride. And... Whew. Yeah. Bad place, um, wrong place, wrong time wrong is all place, that is. Wrong time, yep. Um, TJ Watt. Now, I haven't read any, any any information on this to try and find out what his injury was. I, I mean, I tried to look it up, but they didn't really come out with it. I know um, it's a knee injury, but that's all I know. He, he goes down with a knee injury in the last preseason game. Of, he it said All it said was it avoids a long-term concern. So... The play for him and the play for Thibodeau from the Giants very alike. Um, a big lineman dives right at your kneecap and rolled both of them up. They both look nasty. This should be illegal. What is going on? It is the NFL is, it is the illegal NFL's got to step up. It, it, it's illegal it if you're getting blocked up top. Yes. If, if you're well, if you're engaged up top, you know. Yeah. But um, neither one of these guys were, and they got they just got yeah. caved, they just caved in their knee. And and my question is this: I found this out. I think they changed the rule last year, the year before, for for pulling guards. A cornerback can't go low. You have to just take the fucking the sorry the language. You have to take the freaking hit. So yeah. how how this cornerback that's no I mean half the size of a of a pulling three hundred pound lineman has to stand up and take a hit from a beast. He can't go low anymore. Well, why does this lineman get to go low and take out the knee of my defensive end? That that outside linebacker. That makes no sense to me. And now no. you've completely taken out Thibodeau, who were the Giants, and and I was interested to see what he was gonna do with their first yeah. round pick. Uh and TJ Watt, um, yeah, he's I don't think I don't know if he's gonna miss any time with this, but it, it doesn't just, appear. It says it says it's nothing serious. Um, it doesn't appear that it's as uh, even as serious as as Thibodeau's. Um, but still, 
and, and and it's it's the Lions TJ Hawkinson. So he just came from college. He knows the rules. He's played a season or two in the NFL already. He knows the deal. And and um maybe it's just we're trying to play hard. But I mean, TJ Hawkinson doesn't need to go make the team. He's going to make the team. He doesn't need yeah. to go and and make a super <laughs> yeah. block. On hey, I blocked TJ Watt and got my running back an extra five yards, Coach. I'm I'm. I'm playing hard nose football like you want and put play on the team. TJ Hawkins is gonna make the roster no matter what. Um but uh, unfortunately, that's why you're not seeing these guys play in any of these games. It's because mm-hmm. stuff like this is continuously happening. Uh so so we're not putting Zeke, we're not putting Dak, you know. Uh <clears throat> there's guys that went to the preseason football game and were mad on Friday night. Well, we we're going to play, going to watch, and nobody's playing. Well, that's what happens in preseason. Sam Darnold's got an ankle injury, and this guy's got this, and that guy's got that. I can list you. I can list you of fourteen reasons on why nobody's playing. I can I can show you why nobody's bu- playing. It's so funny because a bunch of Green Bay Packer fans are, you know, just complaining and moaning. Well, Tom Brady's playing. Why can't Aaron Rodgers play? And then um, after the T.J. Watt injury, someone, uh, some Packers official site said, I don't care if we lose 700 to nothing our first game of the season. This is why you don't play your starters. It's exactly all, why. It's exactly why. Mm-hmm. It just takes one time. And then, one, and then everyone's, calling you, everyone's calling you an idiot. You know, if um, Brady's ankle gets rolled up, Tampa Bay is not going to be like, well, I'm glad he was playing. Yeah, you those know? three snaps, that one drive yeah. really helped them out. Yeah. You can't tell me that one drive in preseason no. is going to be the reason they won the Super Bowl or not. So let's just stop kidding ourselves. Um, it, whether whether Dak Prescott goes 0 for his first 7 and Tom Brady goes 7 for his first 7, it's not because he played three snaps in preseason. <laughs> in preseason. It's not. <laughs> oh, my god! It's not because he played three snaps and Dak played zero. It's not because of that. Yeah. It's not. You'll have one. You'll have that fan out there go. Oh yeah. Gonna, well, you should have played preseason. Shut 100%, 100%. up. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It'll be all over Facebook. And the first incompletion. If he goes zero for one, well, that's why we don't play preseason. If he, uh, he played, he, he, no, he, no, he's rusty. He Nothing. would be rusty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last headline. Zeke will come the... out and fumble the first carry. Well, he should have played preseason. Oh, he should have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last one we got, I, I uh, last headline we got of the night, um, Ichiro Suzuki, a little baseball here for you, enters the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. Um, how, how do you remember Ichiro, Craig? How do you remember Ichiro? Um, that he came on the scene and was a hitting machine from the day that he walked in the door. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I didn't realize – that he was as old as he was when he came from Japan. So when I looked at How old was he? Suzuki, um, I believe he was already in his thirties when he when he came in. Wow. So that's the only reason he did not pass Pete Rose for the all time hit deal was because. He didn't have enough time. Uh, if he would have came and played when he was a younger kid, he was twenty-seven. 
Okay. So, Almost 30. So, yeah. Yeah. But but if he comes in at at 20, like these kids are coming in now, another seven years of the pace he was on, he passes. Because this guy had 200 hits every year. Every year. He just walked. He just fell out of the Japan League and hit 300. I mean, he, he hit 300 for his career. Like, yeah. that just doesn't happen anymore. Um, and And so... It just to me, he was he was a, a an amazing ball player who deserves the Hall of Fame, deserves all the accolades he got. But it really would have been um, interesting to see if he'd have played the other five or yeah. six years that he lost. Yeah. He played fourteen because if years he, because still. if you ask, but if you add up his hits in in Japan and his hits in America, he he passes Pete Rose. Yeah. I remember him coming in out of nowhere. You didn't really hear the hype like you do nowadays, where you know you have Otani over there or Matt Yeah, you had him and A Rod um, and Griffey all on the same team. Um, and you, you, they thought you, that was going to be a powerhouse. You, he came over out of nowhere. I remember. I always remember his 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 freaking batting stance, and when he would he'd be halfway to first while he makes contact with the baseball. Yeah, uh, everything his, was unorthodox. Nobody his speed, knew how to throw him. His, his speed was insane, and his rocket of an arm out in right yeah. field. He he played, um, just a great player. And and they were talking. They were kind of talking about would he be a player nowadays with analytics and all that? How the games change, and you know. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, with the shift and everything like that, he was a slap hitter. Uh, very easily might have might have the shift might have very well um, affected him greatly. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, the guy's just a ball player. He's just a hard nosed everyday ball player. Yeah, and yeah, he came out of nowhere. And when he came on the no, scene, yeah. he because just when took he off. came. When he came, there was no such thing as these guys coming from Japan. And, and um, you know, I guess Hideki Matsui uh, was kind of right around the same time. He came uh, after, but, yeah. But but they just um, – it, it just wasn't uh, – like it is now. It, it, there wasn't a, a you know, a, a part of the, the salary cap, you know, your, your international fund. They didn't have that. They didn't have a, a, a pool – an international pool to go get these players from like the Otanis and the, and the, you know, guys from overseas. Uh, you just didn't have any of that. You didn't have any of that. And so when these guys came over, uh, it was, it was, they didn't know. Nobody knew who they were. Nobody knew how to pitch to them. Nobody knew. And there were several of them that had very good careers and made very good careers out of it. They just made them later than they should have. Yeah, now you hear the hype of different young Absolutely. players over there that are, are are ready to come. So it's interesting to see. But he was the first, um, and he, he started that whole thing. And um, yeah, they paved the way for he, all these yeah, guys. The there way. is and, no Shohei Otani without no. Matsui and and Anichiro. Uh, Ichiro. And they were they asked the interviewer about how those guys see him, how how Otani and 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 um, other Japan players see Ichiro and she said basically like a god almost like yeah. a like yeah, an like idol a and yeah and so it's good to see him go in the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame um 
but that I wish he would have won a title. Uh, yeah. I, I really do. I wish you know, you know, he's kind of like Trout. He never even really got um, any real playoff. Like they made, they had that year where they won, you know, the 112 games or whatever, uh, but they didn't do anything in the playoffs. Yeah. You know? I think he, they and, lost and, the first. Did they lose the first round? I think it was yeah, like a, absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, so um, if you could have kept Griffey around. You could have kept A-Rod around. It would have been interesting to see what that team could have done um, because that that was a a solid solid team back in the day uh, playing in the metro in the in the uh, kingdom. Um, I, I mean, now they can't get any fans to 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 walk through the door of that place. Um, they they're getting a little bit back with this J Rod kid that they just yeah. drafted and, and, and they signed. just signed out the wazoo. <clears throat> so, but um, it, it's it's a lot of these guys' careers. Like I mean, Matt Suey happened to hit land with the Yankees, so he won World Series and got the opportunity to play in these things. Um, Ichiro, I mean, never got that chance. Otani's never I mean, getting that about, chance. Let's not forget about you, Darvish. Came over, played yeah. with the Rangers. Yeah. <clears throat> so and and um, but he got to at least go and play in the World Series. Um. Yeah. So um, it, it, it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what he what he did to to open the doors for these guys and and how it affects the future. <sighs> Sorry, it's getting around bedtime. <laughs> um. All right. Well, speaking of bedtime, though, that is all we got for you. Headlines and everything else. Um, Jimmy G was the big breaking news. We had cut down day in the NFL. And as far as I've seen, no major surprising, shocking moves have been made. Um, uh, the Raiders cut a first round offensive lineman, a tackle. Uh, they're going to eat eight million dollars. But from the from the um, review of it, uh, he was. Uh, an average guard and a terrible tackle. So nobody's really going to pick him up. Um, it's kind of interesting to see what the Cowboys are doing. What quarterback? Um, yeah, it, it appears they're not really sold on either one of them. So I guess there's an NFL rule and they better hope that nobody takes one of these guys because that'll really screw up their plan. But what you can do is as long as they don't, neither one of them get claimed, they can bring each one of them up for three weeks before they have to make a determination on who the backup is. So they can make Greer the backup for three weeks and Cooper Rush the backup for three weeks. And then in week seven, they have to decide who the actual guy is and, and put them on the roster. So for seven weeks, you can use the roster. You can kind of toy with your roster. They did the same thing with kicker. They cut Maher today, so they don't have a kicker right now on their 53-man roster. What the heck? But if he went to the practice squad, they can use the practice squad spots to bring him up and down and up and down and up and down. I don't know if that's the plan, but to me, they don't have a backup quarterback. They don't have a kicker. They don't have – I mean, so I, I, to, I'm not sure what we're doing – we have the, the Tyron Smith injury. We have no backup quarterback. We have no kicker. And they expect Never. this team to 
be in the playoffs and Tyron Smith will be back in December to to make a Super Bowl run. No, Jerry, that's not how it works. Yeah. You know? Um yeah. so um Marlon Mack got cut today from the Texans. It appears that they're just trying to be the worst team in football. Um they're they're just giving Lovey Smith absolutely nothing to work with over nothing. there in, in Houston. Uh so there's that. Um, so that was kind of really the only shocking one that I saw. Um, maybe a linebacker here, but but nothing nothing major. And um, it'll be interesting to see what Carolina does to back up uh, Baker um, because Baker. now now they don't have a backup with Darnold being hurt for for four to six weeks. They don't have a backup because their third string has the Liz Frank injury. Um, Kellen Mond got cut. He's out there. He's probably the best. The guy from A and M. He got drafted yeah. last year, right? Yeah. Uh, so he was cut. So that's probably the best backup that's available right now. Um, if Carolina was to go find him, or somebody was to go find him. Uh, I guess you could say Cam Newton's still out there. I could call Cam and, uh, uh, and let him back uh, up Baker and, and do it that way. Um, but but Carolina's kind of if, – if I'm Matt Rule, you know, and, and I'm fighting for my job uh, to not have a backup quarterback and have a running back that's made out of paper mache, I'm a little bit scared for, for that situation. So – It'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens when the season starts. But um, a lot of a lot of rosters a lot of rosters got cut down today and don't have a lot of positions that you really need. You got several teams without a backup quarterback. You got the Bills without a punter that I know of. You got the Cowboys without a place kicker. Um, I mean, the actually Carolina doesn't have a place kicker either. Their guy had a severe uh, groin or, or some severe leg injury. They had to cart him off the field in the third quarter of the preseason game. So they there don't have go. a kicker. Um, uh, so, I mean, to me, you, you got 53 man rosters out here and, and they don't have a lot of positions that you need to fill a football team. So it, it's interesting to see how these teams are doing it now. Um, they had AD, they had this, they had that, they got three or four different cutdowns. And and you got teams without backup quarterbacks and place kickers and punters and and we're we're ten days away from the start of the season so um, it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes out. Yeah, Mason Crosby for the Packers just came up. They had to get him off the pup list by today, or he had to miss four games. Yeah, and he just got him. I'm like, Mason Crosby. No offense, buddy. You've been great, but I I. I I don't trust. He this missed guy a lot anymore, of kicks man. last year uh, that he doesn't ever miss. I don't miss, I don't trust him anymore. So no. um, kickers are apparently hard to find. Apparently <laughs> hard to find. So. Um, but I bet you. Uh, what's that phone call going to be like for the Bills? Hey, I know we just hey, cut I you. Cut you, you know, we cut you for but a if guy. I slide we got you an extra. We, yeah, we. We cut you butt for a guy that was a rookie who who we thought yeah. was going to pan out, but it turns out he might be a rapist. So yeah. I need you to come on back so, here. That was just an, <laughs> that was just an early April Fool's joke. Yeah. We were just we were just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Oh my god! It's all fun and games. 
Oh we'll, we'll my put an extra, gosh. We'll put an extra sack of money in your locker. Yeah. Oh, um, I'd be like, yeah, give me an extra five million, and we're yeah. good to go. So you know, we'll 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 pay you under the table, we'll give you a commercial, <laughs> we'll do something. Yeah. Uh, we'll let Josh take you to dinner. Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, insane. If, if I'm the Bills, insane. I'm having Josh Allen call him, going, "Hey, man, uh, those guys are just don't worry about them guys." <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's real weird. So, yeah. all right, brother. Oh, all right, brother. Well, that's the show for tonight, guys. We I will see you Friday. Craig will not. Um, do you want to give us a uh, a um what's in your locker since you won't be doing it on Friday for a while? <laughs> yeah, um, let's go ahead and get it. High school football it looks like uh, the Centennial Spartans are one and zero. They beat Burleson and John Kitna forty two to thirteen on Friday night, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we're uh, we're marching into. Uh, to hopefully have another solid season and uh, hopefully the rain stays away and we can play some football and uh, get these kids in the band uh, ready for their competitions come the end of September. So uh, they use the football games to get the show all prepped up and, and play for the fans. And then they go and do their band competitions the end of September. So uh, hopefully it all works out and uh, we'll be back. Uh, We'll be back in eight or ten weeks. So nice, nice. Um, whooping we'll John. Kidding. Other than that, I got a fantasy football draft on Saturday. That'll be about it. Nice. Yeah, I'm setting up the Survivor League. Um, so hoping to get more people on it than we had last year. I got a couple of flakes this year that aren't playing this year, but uh, hopefully we'll get some people in there. But um, all right, guys. Well, Craig won't be on Fridays. He's He's got the high school football and high school band going on, but I will be on Fridays, and Jeff will be on Fridays when, when he can make it. Um, he was on last Friday, so that was really good. Um, other than that, guys, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. It's supposed to rain here every day till I don't know when here in Texas. Um, I'm just hoping our trucks don't break down, and then we can get through a day. without rain, and now we're going to get it all in a month. So Yeah, we're going to get it all in a month. Uh, well, we God tried to give it to us all last Monday, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, God bless and remember, keep it outspoken. <laughs>